a very gay and very happy Valentine's Day to all of you and to especially my partner, lover, boyfriend, Christian. This is the Living Out Podcast, and I'm Darren Steele. I help gay men explore their unique and vital role in society towards the outcome of leading others in creating a more balanced, evolved, and humane world. So I'm going to be talking about LGBTQ topics, social justice, and personal growth. Well, you already know what this episode is about, don't you? It's about love, and it's about Valentine's Day. And I'm really non-traditional. I'm not big on celebrating all of these so-called Hallmark card greeting type events. And especially not celebrating religious events because I am no way religious. But I think it's important to pick and choose moments in time or meaningful moments, situations, or even people and recognize them. So for example, just meeting someone, a good friend for coffee or lunch and and giving them a little gift, something that shows your appreciation just out of the blue without having to earmark it on your calendar that it's Valentine's Day or their birthday or your anniversary. Yep, sure, those things may be important to you. But a little over a year ago, I published a post called All the Cute Little Joys My Gay Boyfriend Brings. And I was having some tongue-in-cheek fun with the title because I wanted people to stop and go, my gay boyfriend? You know, I wanted people to read it. And it was picked up by another publication, Gay Star News, and they uh, published it on Valentine's Day. Of course, got a lot of good traction, but it's a feel-good post. And so I want to offer something feel-good and light and spontaneous today so that we can all feel joy. And it's important to recognize joy. Because otherwise, we're only focusing on the negative things. And and joy is ephemeral. Joy is the sort of thing, it just shows up in these small moments. And it usually is, or they are usually very small things that are also small moments. It's usually not something very grandiose. But the more that we recognize these small moments of joy, the greater happiness and a greater thriving sense of well-being it brings into our lives. The expression, it's the small things, it is because it's the small things that add up over time that make a big difference. It's the small things in a relationship that when you start to notice them, whether that be a friendship or your partner, your spouse, your children, your parents, the small things, when noticed and appreciated, go a really long way to help you deal with the big things that are maybe more challenging. So let's get into this story about my boyfriend, my partner, and my lover who brings me joy every day. And I use all three because I don't feel that there's one single word that encompasses everything that I feel for Christian or even the right naming for that, you know, BFF, best friend forever, best fuck forever. (laughs) Yes, it could be all of those things. But it's the moments of joy that keep our love alive and strong and enduring. And it's not about how much money either of us makes. It's not about how often we have sex. 
And it's not about how either of us looks. It's that love is about noticing joy in the presence of another person. And that's a quote from Alan Downs, who wrote the book, The Velvet Rage. Love is about noticing joy in the presence of another person. So go back to what I said at the beginning, noticing the small things that Christian does for me that bring me joy, enhance my experience of love with him. And I'm just thinking back to two weekends ago, we had a argument that we hadn't had in a very long time. And it it just seemed like it was easier to get over that because of all these other sorts of moments. So in the writing of this post, I identified a f- four or five small things, but they're cute and they always remind me, especially when he's not here. So the first joy is something I can't really show you a picture of. It's one thing he does that brings me the most joy and it's not what you think. Get your mind out of the gutter. It's actually his laugh. Christian's laugh is infectious and it's often. We can be sitting quietly together at home and without warning, he starts laughing. He might not even be watching the TV or reading. He just starts laughing. And I'm like, what are you laughing about? And he'd be like, do you remember that episode with Family Guy, what Peter did, or on The Simpsons? And it's just raw and honest, honest and honest and spontaneous and genuine. And it was one of the things that so strongly attracted me to him early on. And I guess because in many ways, certain opposites do attract I tend to have resting bitch face. I tend to scowl a little bit more. And I've, I've learned to pay attention to the muscles of my face and whether I'm manifesting emotion on that face and to shift how I feel. And I have to say that the going on eight years, knowing and being with Christian, his being in his presence and these little spontaneous moments of joy have helped me to pay more attention to my own mood And the joy that I want to hopefully, without necessarily consciously, but also consciously bring into his life. And one of those would be, if my face is resting in neutral, that there's still an expression that's comfortable or happy or contented. Now, the second joy is that most mornings he's up before I am. Currently, he gets up at 4 a.m., has his breakfast and then heads out to the gym. And I usually get up around 5 or 5.30. So I'll come downstairs and there's usually a glass of water on the counter beside the espresso machine ready for me. And, you know, of course I can pour my own water. I'm not a, I'm not incapable of doing that, but it's just the simple fact that he's thinking of me. And it's one of his rituals. And whether he knew it or not or noticed or not or knew it or not, I... I noticed it was just a nice little thing. Whenever I came downstairs and there wasn't a glass of water poured for me, I'm like, uh, what's going on? (laughs) So a third joy is our bed. I can't come on, get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, the bed is fun, but he makes the bed most mornings. Even if I get out of the bed last, it's just Sometimes that we leave it a mess, but I somehow feel that it's his thing and it's really cute. So whenever I make the bed, I feel like, oh, I'm making the bed 
for him. And it's just what he does. And it's not like he does certain chores and tasks and I'm assigned. It's just, it is. Now, another joy, the fourth joy, is his feet. Or should I say his shoes? He has size 13 feet. And I have a picture in the post that goes with this episode. He has three pairs of shoes lined up beside each other, sitting at the foot of a bookshelf. There's no shoe mat there. It's his workspace across from the dining room. And it's like, why are your shoes there and not in the front hall, in the closet, or on the shoe mat by the door? To which he'll say, because they're my shoes and don't tell me what to do. (laughs) And he's right. And it used to drive me fucking crazy. It's like, uh, the compromise we reached was that winter boots and dirty shoes will be by the door on the mat so that we don't track dirt into the apartment. But it's his thing. I accept it. And I see it as part of his uniqueness. And now it actually gives me joy because I just look at it and think it's something that I had to get over, but I also chose to get over. And in that action, it's been a positive. Now, this is by no means the last and final, but it is the fifth and final joy for today's episode. In June 2015, just before Pride, we got matching tattoos. I know. So sick, right? Gag may. No. Christian and I have no interest in being formally married. Definitely not in a church. Neither of us uh, agree with the idea of marriage or the institution of marriage. Whether or not we consider that for legal protections at the civil level is another level. But I'm saying that because we don't have rings. We don't wear jewelry, but we saw a tattoo. And again, the image is in the post. And it's this cute stick figure. And the body is a square blue with a red heart in the in, in the body of the body. And it's got this very simple circle with two eyes and a line across the face that you have to look at it one way and realize that it's just the most massive open mouth expression of joy with two stick arms and three stick fingers reached up outside and above the head in this expression of exuberance. Now I have it on the inside of my forearm, on my right arm, just below the elbow crease. And Christian has it in the same placement, but on his left arm. And It's just something that makes us both smile. We, of course, respect the rights and the freedom of all LGBTQ people who wish to get married, but it's not for us. And rings are just too traditional. Like I said at the beginning, I I just flaunt tradition in the face. And they're easy to remove, And again, for me, it's a kind of an ownership, a a patriarchal hegemonic structure that it's usually about the man buying the ring to indicate his desire to take over and own the woman. I know this is quite historical and this is not how all straight people or even LGBTQ people view marriage. But to me, there's such a negative symbology. But to have tattoos, they ain't easy to remove. 
And for me, if we were not together in the future, always seeing that tattoo would remind me of all the joy, all the little joys, cumulative over time, that I have experienced, and I'm so fortunate to experience living with, being with, and being in love with Christian every day. And when I see my tattoo, I smile, and it makes me feel love. So what are your little joys? What makes you smile in the most subtle way? And what are the joys that you witness in the presence of another person that make you experience love? Happy thoughts for this Valentine's Day, and may you be spending it in a way that makes you feel happy. Even if you're not with anyone, just because it's Valentine's Day doesn't mean you need to celebrate it, doesn't mean you need to feel sad if you're on your own. Look around you at what you have and what things bring you joy. Look in your contacts at the people you know and those who are closest to you and maybe reach out and tell them what it is about them one or two small little things that make you experience joy and how grateful you are that they are in your life and that you love them. As always, thank you for listening and I will speak with you next time.